Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host. I'm recording this intro from Kauai, so forgive it if it sounds a little bit different, but we have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch this entire show with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this show, we're going to talk about some of the contributions Harry Reid made to Southern Nevada, how somebody married the color pink in Las Vegas, what's going on with CES and how it was cut back, how Katy Perry is struggling with her new residency at Resorts World and even the rumors that a new Mirage may be coming, stick around. As a reminder, for all of our Vegas content, whether it be posts, videos, or podcasts, head to mtmvegas.com. And if you like this show, don't forget to subscribe in whatever podcast app you're listening to us in right now. We definitely appreciate your subscriptions, your reviews, and all of your support. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you see on New Year's Day, a woman got married in Las Vegas to the color pink. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to. I don't know what to say about. It, <laughs> it was all I think, over I feel the like, news. I know, but it's like, are we pushing stuff like this more? Talking about it, I, I feel a little bit dirty talking about it. It's weird. I don't. I don't get it. But hey, you, it's twenty twenty two. Do what you want to do. I guess right. If you could marry a color, what color would it be? Uh, forest green. Go green. Go Michigan State. Oh God, always Michigan State. <laughs> How about you? What would you what would you marry? Well, I guess I got to say red now. UNLV uh, red. Well, New Year's is here, Mark 2022. The New Year show, as we talked about, is the biggest ever. Went off without a hitch, or did it? I guess uh, we saw that MGM Grand in New York, New York. Shortly after the fireworks ended, the power went out. Uh, thankfully, just for an hour, they were on battery backup. But um, yeah, some mysterious stuff happening. The Pinball Hall of Fame sign lit up. Which boy does that thing look good? Really? Uh, I'm yeah. Was really it like? I was, first thing I thought was like, oh, Ocean's 14 in real life. The the, you know, the fireworks go off and they're breaking in. The lights go out and it, it's, a, it's a heist. It's happening. But, you know, that's kind of funny. It just, I'm sure it had something to do with the fireworks or maybe it just was random. But uh, the Pinball Hall of Fame, the, the sign looks sweet. Uh, kind of like a throwback sign. Such a cool place. And, and uh, I got to check it out. I haven't been there since it's in the new, the new big, clean, nice, lit up building. Uh, so I'll, um, maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll walk down there and check it out. Yeah. As a reminder, we do have our trip coming up in a couple of weeks. So we're going to have a lot of cool footage from places all around Las Vegas. Going to show you to kind of the off the beaten path places, the places that are not the strip or downtown. So a lot of cool stuff coming to the channel uh, for that. Uh, yeah, it was good to see New Year's Eve. The crowds weren't as big as maybe people had predicted. I know they had said maybe upwards of 300,000 people. We know the hotel rates were through the roof. But when I started seeing video of the strip itself... Like anything, you know, around Treasure Island, Mirage, there was nobody there. And then Center Strip, there were people, but it certainly didn't seem like it's as big as previous years, which is fine. Uh, but uh, it was a beautiful show. Good to see Resorts World participating. I My favorite kind of views I saw were from Circa, from the Legacy Club, looking down towards the Strip. But there was a lot of great, uh, oh, great views that's a this good. year. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, or if like the Mandalay Bay Club at the top, that probably would have been cool. But I wouldn't even have thought of going to Circa. I wonder... How hard it was to get that reservation, what the min spend was like uh, to get up at the Legacy Club and, and have those views would be amazing. I also saw a video on Twitter, and I'll, I hope I can find it again so I can include it here, of people at the top of the World Restaurant at the Strat eating as the fireworks were going on. And they launched fireworks from there. So they're looking out the glass windows, and you're seeing all the fireworks in the distance from the other hotels, but then the fireworks popping off right from the tower. So that was another cool perspective. So it's always neat when you're launching fireworks from so many different places because then you can just you know see it in so many different ways. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely have to check it out one time. It's not something that I really want to, but I feel like everybody <laughs> should do it once. Uh, yeah. Just to see it and witness it. Maybe I'll do it from, you know, a, a restaurant or club instead of out on the street. But, it, you know, it's something I think everybody should probably be a part of one time. Yeah, I've done it three times. The first time when I was a teenager and I worked at MGM Grand's Arcade. And we worked, we got off at midnight, but they let us off five minutes early. So I got to the strip just as the clock struck. There was no big fireworks back then. But uh, I remember that. And then... When I was a few years later, when Jasmine was pregnant with Sean Reese, because we were young and stupid, we weren't drinking or anything, but we went down to the strip. <laughs> but about 11 o'clock, she only made it to about 11 o'clock and uh, just sort of, you know, couldn't do it anymore. So we found our car and managed to get up to uh, like to a viewpoint to see the fireworks there. And then the next year I went by myself or with some friends. Uh, so I, And that was the only time I ever got the proper like adult Las Vegas Strip New Year's Eve experience. But I feel like that's it. I don't really need... We need to do it anymore. But there were some great live streams, uh, great uh, great stuff if you haven't seen that. Now, we did, we were a little late, uh, or we recorded a little early last week, and Harry Reid passed away in between the time uh, that we had recorded and our show came out. So we did want to talk about it just a little bit. Harry Reid, a famous senator from Nevada and a very controversial person in his later years. Obviously, uh, McCarran International Airport was recently renamed to Harry Reid International Airport. That's all pretty much gone through at this point. But there's a couple of little interesting parts where I think Nevada really needs to be thankful to him. Um, you know, what's interesting is Harry Reid used to be on the gaming control board back in the, the mob days, which is an interesting story. His a character based on him is in the movie Casino. But in his more recent times, you know, in 2007, 2008, when the, or basically 2008, when the economy was collapsing, he really stepped in along with Senator John Ensign advocating for City Center at, when it looked like that project was just basically going to fall out. And uh, he really put pressure on banks to, to consider them, to get them financing, and helped out a lot there. He also was instrumental in sort of killing the Yucca Mountain Nuclear Waste Repository. I don't know if you know about that, but there's a mountain about 100 sounds, miles from Las Vegas. So, <laughs> sounds like it's a very important uh, history part of, yes. uh, of Vegas to, to avoid that. Yeah, there's a mountain about 100 miles from here that they decided they were going to put all the country's nuclear waste in even though we have no nuclear power out here in Nevada. So we were going to take all the nuclear waste from everywhere else. They were digging a tunnel into this mountain. And uh, people here obviously are not fond of that idea, considering we have... They wanted to turn the mountain into the the, real-life mirage uh, volcano? Pretty much, pretty (laughs) much. Yeah, exactly. And let it spew out nuclear waste for everybody. Now, that project isn't... You know, it's been killed for about 20 years now, but I guess it could officially be restarted. I know Trump had talked a little bit about it. And, you know, that did not happen. And and Biden, President Biden has said no, but it still could happen. But Harry Reid, a very powerful political figure, somebody who did advocate for a lot of things in Southern Nevada and certainly a a political powerhouse in the Democratic Party here in Southern Nevada with the unions and everything else. No matter how you feel about him, he was a big figure for Nevada. He, He represented Nevada well on the national stage. He was the most powerful Nevadan ever in the history of the state. And uh, may he rest in peace. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. Anything to say about good old Harry Reid? He got his airport. You know, as much as we yeah. don't like the name of it, it's oh. not about him. It's just, I still think it should be Las Vegas International Airport. Yeah. I, uh, airport should just be named after the city. So let's make it easy. And then we don't have to worry <laughs> about tearing it down and re- renaming it, you know, when stuff comes out 20 years later or whatever. But uh, interesting tidbit, which I know wasn't on the show notes, but there's talks of a second airport about an hour outside of uh, Vegas, just because you guys like the airport can't grow anymore. It's landlocked, you know, traffic is way up. If you look at like 
how many people live in Vegas versus how many people come to visit, it's, you know, on different ends of the scale uh, is quite a bit. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know if it'll happen or when it will happen, but the fact that talks are, you know, hopefully they name it Las Vegas 2 or something instead of <laughs> after a person. But Well, it's not I even close to Las Vegas, though. I mean, it's, uh, so it's yeah, the airport in Gene. I actually, on the channel, I have that video of Gold Strike closed in Gene, Nevada, and it's, you know, it'd be where that that airport is, although it'd be on a much bigger site. Uh, they had, you know, believe it or not, they had started the development work on that in the mid 2000s and had announced that it would open, uh, you know, in the mid 2010s. Obviously, traffic changed, everything sort of changed with the big recession and Vegas now just sort of getting back to the numbers that it was doing back then passenger wise. But yeah, that airport is probably still at least 20 years away. Um, I find it suspect that they're talking about it now, although there, there's been a lot of talk about with local leaders about how Las Vegas is going to grow all the way out to that area, which is about 20 miles from where there really is any development. Um, it will. I mean, there, there's a lot of that land's going to happen. There's another million people that are most likely going to move over the next 10 years. So, yeah, it'll probably be there, but I would still much rather fly into the airport we have now, which is right in the middle of the city than something that's 30 minutes away. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, it is on the books, and that was you know the airport officials making that that announcement this week talking about that. So I don't know. I hope I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. They still have more land to build at the airport too, uh, where the old terminal uh, two was. So we'll see how that works. Uh, did you see that Katy Perry uh, opened her show at Resorts World, and uh, what one guest some of the seats were broken in the theater, which was kind of kind of a funny little nitpicky thing, but less nitpicky is the, the seats are not selling well. I, I talked about how I didn't do well on Carrie Underwood. Uh, I have some Katy Perry tickets. Uh, let's just put it this way. Her New Year's Eve show wasn't even sold out and her shows for this Ouch. upcoming weekend, there are thousands of seats available on access.com that have not sold, not resale seats, but seats directly from, uh, from the venue. And then I looked at Luke Bryan in February and like half the seats seem like they're open. That's really, really bad. I also saw on Twitter anecdotally that uh, that some of the Cirque shows may be going dark more times or, you know, partly because of staffing or COVID, but also because ticket sales are very, very soft. But yeah, I'm surprised at how poorly Katy Perry's doing. But the reviews, did you see like any video of this show with like giant mushrooms and weird dancing clocks and it looks like it'd be a great show to do while you're on edibles or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you saw her Super Bowl halftime show with the dancing sharks and the guy, the weird guy jumping on the tightrope thing, like it's kind of playing into that. And she even has like Coke can Madonna boobs in one costume, which is it's very Amazing. trippy, <laughs> very trippy looking, uh, you know, very Vegas, I guess you could say. But Katy Perry's always kind of been that way with uniqueness and and a little bit out there. So yeah, if you're on LSD or, or edibles or something, this is the show for you, I guess, you know, this is where you should go. But I'm a little bit surprised it's off because it's, you know, a new show, Carrie Underwood even more so because I think she's a bigger name and, and that's also a new show. So I don't know what's going on. You know, Adele's done pretty well. But outside of that, it seems like maybe just Omicron and everything else going on and, and people, you know, aren't going out to live shows, especially indoor events right now so hopefully it turns around in the next couple months as you know we see cases change and whatnot but yeah uh, hopefully it doesn't uh, dissuade her from doing the show long term yeah resorts world has to be losing a ton of money here because i'm sure that their payments uh, the performers are guaranteed a certain amount of money and what's interesting too is access.com is not allowing resale tickets 
So usually you can resell the tickets through access.com. So let's say a, a show so sells out, you know, they don't have any of their own tickets, so they'll put resale tickets. They're not even allowing that to, to happen. And on StubHub, there's tickets that are being dumped for very cheap. It's almost as if the venue's dumping them on StubHub at a cheaper price so they can keep their higher regular price on access.com. Maybe a conspiracy theory, but anyway, it's not it's not going well for that theater to open as far as demand, but it seems like that's a, a problem across you know the industry. I know sports ticket sales are not doing well. A lot of a lot of similar a lot of similar things going on there. All right, so we talked last week about the rumor that MGM or that M Life is rebranding to MGM Rewards. Still think that's going to happen. Uh, they still haven't announced that officially yet, but they sent out a, a a thing. And the very first words in that, in like giant hundred point type, were "Thank you for your loyalty." And then in fine print below that, let's shaft you going, with it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We're, we're going to stab you in the back. So you used to earn like 25 tier points per dollar for like non-casino spend, you know, hotel, restaurants, things like that. It's going to four tier credits per dollar. So from 25 down to four, and that's hotel accommodations, dining and spa services. And then also they did announce this last year, and this is also taking place February 1st, that the way that they, they give you tier credits on your gaming, on your slot play, your table play, video poker, all that, that's going to be based on the game and the time and all this other stuff, your average bet. So they're devaluing that too, although we don't know the extent until until we see it, but they're making this program significantly less rewarding. We know that Nevada casinos took in a billion dollars for the ninth straight month. That hasn't happened basically since the mid 2000s. They're, you know, maybe, maybe the hotel rooms aren't as full, but when that happens, these companies, uh, they tend to cut back and we're seeing that right now. Yeah, going from 25 to 4 is like, you know, going from 25 to 20, okay, but to 4, like, that's massive. That It's basically worthless now, you know? You don't want to pay. That could have changed people from using comps maybe uh, to, hey, I'll pay for this to try to get to the next level because I'm earning 25 on it. I'll use my comps for something else or, you know, in a different area. But the fact that you're going to drop to 4 now people are, you know, not willing to spend a little bit extra you know, to get to that next status level, it's going to be hard to get to top tier status. And then I saw like an interesting little section in there where they said, like, if you gamble a lot at table games, we may reconsider your membership. Like, what? Isn't that the whole the yeah. whole goal is to get, you know, whales in there gambling big? But oh, if you play table games a lot, you might be in trouble. So be careful. You don't even give anything for it. You know, that you're not earning any tier credits on table games. I mean, it helps you with comps and stuff, but what more are you going to take away? Like you're already giving them nothing guaranteed for playing table games. So I don't know what they're doing there. It's, it's bizarre. It's, it's a really big devaluation. It's, it's pretty horrible. And it was already bad. If you're like a Cosmo identity, you know, loyalist and somebody who goes to Cosmo, it was already bad getting bought by MGM. But then the fact that this is going to be your new program, uh, you know, the benefits aren't even relatable as it was. And then now to earn, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. And, uh, you know, I expect we probably will see some other changes with other loyalty programs here, too. I'm waiting for Caesars to say, hey, hold my beer. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, from 25 to 4, it's just there's no respect for the customer there. There's, And you know what? I feel the fact that they open this with thank you for your loyalty in like 100 point type, like 10 times the size of everything else on that page. It's very disingenuous. It's very disrespectful. You know, if you're going to do something, make changes, just come out and say it. Don't try to hide it in, in, in this veiled thing where you're trying to pretend that this is a loyalty program, right? We know rewards programs make money. They're money makers. 
they're profitable businesses on themselves and that's what what's going on here and uh, that's you know that's going to be what it is so mgm rewards we believe will be the name whether it's m life or mgm rewards february 1st the program is significantly harder to earn status in and significantly less uh rewarding so thank you for your loyalty all right so speaking of mgm there's a rumor that i wanted to hit on real quick but i don't believe this is true that a new mirage is going to get built on the south strip uh, hard rock will have the name rights to the mirage for three years after they close and then mgm resorts will will have that name and the rumor is that there's a piece of land which i don't know where this land is other than if it's the bali high golf course near the las vegas sign where they're going to build a giant new mirage with lots of conference space and all this other stuff mandalay bay has a ton of conference space I just think somebody made this up. So I'm going to make it, make something else up. I'm, I'm going to make up, they're going to build a water park at Mandalay Bay and they're going to call it the Mirage Water Park. There you go. Take that one. <laughs> What's what, I mean, the conference center space, like, do we need more conference center space at this point? Like, they're not being used. I don't think conferences are going to be what they were, even when it does come back. It, you know, what, CES just dropped a day off of theirs, you know, for, for different reasons. And that's pretty much the biggest conference in Vegas. So... I don't see foresee that happening or getting back anywhere near what it was for a very long time, if at all, you know, the, with people realizing what you can do over the internet and video conferencing and all that stuff, I feel like there's less need for, for that type of thing. So I don't know that I would be building any conference space. So that's what really stuck out to me that they're like, oh, we're going to be adding more conference center space. Yeah. No, I'm with telling you, build a water hotel. park at Mandalay Bay. It's been rumored forever and call it the Mirage. Done deal. There you go. There With a little go. volcano in the middle that spews out water. Yeah. Done. Now, you did say CES real quick. They did cut down their their uh, the conference by a day, and tons of big businesses, pretty much all the big technology companies pulled out. A lot of the smaller vendors, of course, didn't, and obviously they committed a lot of funds and resources to coming, so they're trying to make the show as good as possible. But it's going to be a shell of what it was supposed to be even a month or two ago, as they've had tons of last-minute cancellations. I feel a little less bad about going to Hawaii this week and not – and not being there because usually I am at CES, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's going to be a whole lot going on uh, going on there. All right, and we have two other quick stories. So Park MGM, when they reopened from COVID, they had a big thing. They went non-smoking all throughout the casino. I know it was very controversial. It seems to have been successful despite the fact that the casino has like a dead feeling. I think that has nothing to do with the smoking. If anything, I, the non-smoking makes it nice to walk through there, makes it nice to stay there and at Nomad. Now downtown Grand, uh, just off Fremont Street, what, about a block off Fremont? They've been struggling a little bit, you know, over time. So they're going non-smoking. You think this is going to help? I don't think it'll hurt. You know, like you said, Park MGM, it was it was dead before. So I don't think anybody really cared that they went to non-smoking. But I think it does matter to the people that go there. Like if they're looking for that option, it helps. And anybody that was going there probably doesn't care a ton, you know, because it wasn't super busy. Downtown, uh you know that that hotel has a very nice pool area has a has a decent uh, gaming floor it has nicer rooms than than most of Fremont so i think it's a good move for them to you know kind of set themselves apart a bit from from all of Fremont and maybe people that are checking out the actual Fremont street experience will head down there to gamble you know i think it's worth the risk to, to try to get something you got to change something up so we'll see and you know then you don't have to change out uh you don't have to paint things as often or anything like that when you have all that smoke everywhere. Yeah, a lot less nasty. I mean, a lot of the casinos in downtown Las Vegas are older too, you know, lower ceilings. You really feel the smoke in there. They don't have a good ventilation and stuff. So 
this is a good way to differentiate themselves. Whereas I feel like on the Strip, a lot of the newer casinos, even though there is smoking, you don't smell it as much. But when you go into the older casinos, you really do. And uh, yeah, like you said, they have a good casino floor. They have that new tower that they opened up in the last year, which is very nice. And uh, it's only a block away. Plus, they have all those restaurants there, Pizza Rock, uh, a lot of good stuff in that area. And you're, you know, a one minute walk from Fremont Street. So hopefully they do well with that. I think it's a it's a good idea. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Now, you saw, like, I know continuity is all messed up from our previous video because I didn't have the light bulb on. But there's the light bulb from the Las Vegas sign. I did cut it into the show last week. But for anybody who didn't see that, that was Mark's gift to me. That came from the Las Vegas sign. And uh, that's what it looks like. That's the color that you get with that. Still what? lights up five years later. <laughs> there you go. See? Real, real magic. All right. One last thing. I saw this. I know you're not a big bourbon drinker. But I saw that Sahara has its own line of bourbon that they've commissioned, I guess. And uh, you can get it in the bars there by the shot. Or they said in Chickie and Peach, you can get it by the bottle. I was just thinking, like, when I saw this, because Sahara has all that nostalgia and that cool history, that it would be a cool kind of collector's item. And then I was really thinking, like, oh, I wish they had, you know, thought about this 30, 40 years ago. Then you could have these vintage Vegas casino uh, bottles of liquor. So which... First off, what do you think about that? And then which Vegas casino do you want, you know, to make a, a custom alcohol for you? Yeah, I think it's a cool idea, you know, something unique. I'm sure it's just, you know, another liquor that you could buy somewhere else cheaper and rebranded. You know, that's how this no, usually we'll works. No, say it isn't so. <laughs> say it ain't so. <laughs> you know, so that that is it is what it is but if they do like a yearly release that could be kind of cool you know and you collect them especially anybody that's into that stuff would definitely collect it like every five years collect one or every 10 years or maybe every year so i think that's pretty cool um which one i mean circa you gotta have you gotta have a circa alcohol i think that'd be cool they could probably make a better bottle than tesla did with that ugly hideous uh, tequila bottle what are you what are you hating on the tesla tequila <laughs> bottle up there that lightning bolt I mean, Tesla did it. What I, what I will say is Sahara's bottle is very plain, right? It's, it has the light. The logo is really nice. It has the old Sahara thing on it. Love everything about the logo on it. But the bottle itself is just sort of a plain bottle. So I hope they can step up their game and, you know, as as, as if this becomes a thing, uh, maybe do some designer bottles. It doesn't have to be a lightning bolt like Tesla, but something uh, that would be, you know, make it a collector's item. You know, that's one of the reasons the Tesla tequila bottle is a collector's item is because it's unique. You know, it's in that design. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. It would be cool. Circa to tequila shaped like Circa. There you go. Yeah, like Flamingo. Get something like a, in the shape of a Flamingo. Or, That'd be you know, cool. Like, see like a chalice from, from Caesar's Palace. Something like Hard that. Hard Rock guitar bottle. Boom. There you go. Exactly. A guitar bottle there. Now, of course, uh, we didn't talk about it this year. We talked about it last year. But Ellis Island does their eggnog every year. Uh, so, you know, there is precedent for this. So I, let us know in the comments like what you which casino you would buy the the bourbon from. And if you want, I guess at Chicken Peach you can get the whole bottle or you can just get it by the by the shot at the bars there. But uh I wonder what I do wonder what it's rebranded as. Is it, or you can get like it at Costco for like, eight bucks. Yeah, you think it's like the, the bottom tier <laughs> one or it's like at least Jack maybe it's just Jack Daniels or something uh rebranded or yeah. maybe it's actually a good good If it was uh if it was um vodka it'd be like pop off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's gonna do it for this week's show. Well, you know what's, you know what's in that Tesla bottle, El Toro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's show. Let us know what you think about any of these topics. Uh, leave a comment. Smash the thumbs up button. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you later. <laughs>